0: Hey guys, producer Doug here. Real quick, our design monkeys are finally done with the uh, new website, so check it out. And um, I know it looks the same, but there are some differences, one of which being at the very bottom of our homepage, there's a donate button. If you could click on that, that'd be rad. It doesn't have to be much, but it helps us keep the show free and it helps us keep the network going. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Now, shooting the gap with Ryan and Gomezo.
1: Tattoo on it, huh? Uh, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> you about swastika
2: tattoos? I'm comparing the Juggalo tattoo to a swastika tattoo.
0: Because that's, you know, yeah, okay.
2: You work in the service industry, you know what people think of Juggalos. Can you just, before you react and just say that that's just dumb, can you take ten seconds and think about all the people that have seen your Juggalo tattoo and how they respond to anybody... Don't think I'm a Nazi. And how they respond to anybody remotely I agree, involved with Juggalos.
0: I agree, there's a stigma. A stigma? A no. stigma? You're comparing them to Nazis. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. No, I'm not.
0: Can I... Tattoos.
2: I am comparing the way that people react to them the way that people react to
1: Nazis.
0: Would that be fair, Ryan, as a, another person with a juggalo tattoo?
1: I have never seen...
0: anyone react but, as but if had you had a
1: swastika tattoo. Can you just let him answer the question? I wouldn't say necessarily as though they saw. I can... Uh, the repulsion, yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's the same kind of repulsion, because when you see somebody with a swastika, you're kind of like... Mm. Really?
0: That's so 1940s. <laughs> Nobody's doing that anymore. Uh, that's so World
2: War II. <laughs> with, within the scope of music, relating it to a musical sense... Yes, it's like having a Nazi tattoo. It is. Gutter punks make fun of juggalos. Dirty, stinky metalheads make fun of juggalos. Preppy, pop listening fucks make fun of juggalos.
0: But Underground
2: hip hoppers make fun of juggalos. My next thing was going to be backpack rappers mm-hmm. make fun of juggalos. Everybody. Makes fun of juggalos to the point where they call them losers, deadbeats, terrible people. And the new Joker. Okay, yeah, but that's not my point. Or you're not—you're not even taking my point seriously. But that's cool. That's cool. But that's—that's how—that's how, that's how we get treated. We all... I was in the music industry. I was—I was in it for ten plus years, working within it, and my nickname was juggalo. For about half of it. They, people treat you like shit. Like shit. They shun you. Now, within that scope, I was also working along punk guys who were openly racist. Everyone mm. knew they were racist. No one gave a fuck. But if you're a juggalo, something's wrong with you.
1: You down with clowns. So I
2: have seen it. I have seen it on first hand. Openly Racist motherfuckers who say nigger all the time. Were we soft opening? I didn't know you we were soft opening. <laughs> openly people who use racist, <laughs> awful shit like that. Terribly ignorant shit like that. That was within would context, also, though.
0: That was within context. Thank you.
2: Would also say the same thing to dudes that listen to a band they don't like that they just don't like. Within the musical scope of it, music industry, juggalos get treated like Nazis. They they are not allowed. Who are they allowed with? Another discussion for another time. Welcome to shooting the gap. Sorry about that. I didn't know we were gonna to stop to open on Juggalo shit. There was like four four conversations before all that I gotta
1: say is, that were better. All I gotta say is, "Wicked clown, wicked clown, wicked <laughs> clown."
0: Thank God this isn't video right now. Wicked
1: clown.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a conversation I've had with people and. I We're broke, not going to describe what Ryan I've, just did. i broke some guys down. I've I've had them think about it differently. They've had me think about it differently. It's an interesting way to look at it when you
1: when you when you have that. But shooting the gap is here. Ryan Silva, how we doing? We're doing just fine. We're coming at you live on a recording. Live on a recording in the blizzard. In the blizzard. May. The blizzard on May eleventh,
2: May ninth. May 9th I'm I'm the schedule here. Um. This comes, what, four snows after you said the last snow was coming. Three, just three. He wanted to build a snowman. He was he was egging this storm on. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that, that uh. Can I have a cheese ball. This storm is Ryan's fault. well wow, that was that. That was the a worst meta-finals.
0: fucking throw ever.
2: You want to know how we treat guys that can't catch cheese balls in their mouth in the <laughs> industry of cheese ball catchers? The Nazis? This kid. This kid. That, uh, that
1: yeah, went off I'll his fucking head. Dog uh, was okay, a terrible yeah. throw. All right, so clearly it's the cheese balls. <laughs> you need
2: to make a better Because the common
1: now. denominator in all that was the cheese ball. And your just, big just ass forehead. Just me. <laughs>
2: <hand laughs> his big ass forehead was pretty involved in it's a five head. I know. Yeah,
1: Doug won some cheesy poofs.
2: So, lizard, May 9th, two thousand fifteen, Denver, Colorado metro
1: area, Colorado, much of Colorado. Um, we're hoping to get Doug home. If you hear a giant crash in the middle of the show, and we just stop recording from there. That was because the tree fell through my house. <laughs>
2: that, that was that was coming for sure. And um, we died. We are on collapsing tree watch right now. There's a tree in the backyard that could fall through the building, the house, the structure, with all the family oh, and children. Oh, it's suspenseful. I can't wait. Ooh, no.
0: the domicile.
2: There you go. See, I was trying to find Words. verbs. I don't know. I'm bad with English. Bad English. Synonyms. They played at Three Kings tonight. Synonyms. Synonyms? Mm-hmm. Semin. Different words for so a word. I wanna be with a centim-o. I don't know what that means. It's hippie shit. I don't
0: know. Well, you're talking about cinnamon, or you're talking about cinnamon girl. I want to be with girl. Or, or you girl. want to be with a synonym girl, Ooh. or a gal that would help, or with a woman, or a lady. <laughs> you so know, a syn. I'm with you.
1: So explain it to me. A, I didn't a, get it. It's a
0: homonym. A homonym. I like women of their caliber.
2: He'll never be the head of a major corporation. Speaking of um we yeah. have to talk about DeFlateGate in the report. Do we? Of course we do. Okay. It's the offseason. It's We'll the talk about the NBA playoffs in about 20 minutes. And this is a football ish show. show. Um, DeFlateGate, the Wells report came out. Um, it said a lot of stuff that. It pretty much said what everybody already knew, in my opinion, as far as probability. He probably did it. He was probably aware, I assume that he knew, he had to have known, type of shit. Um, and it comes out, and there you go. gate. It's full on now. We're expecting suspension. People are saying, one report says eight games, one says four, one says two. NFL's this mad, NFL's not this mad. Belichick won't get suspended, Belichick will. Brady's legacy is tarnished, no it isn't. Where are we at with this right now, Ryan? The
1: NFL so, is one game's mad. Is that what you think? I think because it's Tom Brady there, one game's bad. Is that the route you're going? They're going to show us pre- preferential it, you treatment know, here's to the, Tom here's Brady? Here's the thing that I think they're concerned about because they open the season, and uh, I don't know why you do that, knowing, well I guess they didn't know at the time they made the schedule if that was going to happen. but. Well, yeah, you're going to have, like, the poster boy of the NFL suspended on the opening season of 2015. Well, that would happen even if there was just a one-game suspension. I agree, and that's why I still think they're only going to do two, because that's oh, the one for opening game is humiliation enough for them. So I think it's going to be two. Do
2: you think that's what they're going with? Do you think they don't even care about whether it's a... Huge penalty or not, whether it's a really big cheating deal, liberty blah. Who cares? They won the game. Whatever. The text go, The text messages like start up on that report from like October when they're playing the Jets. So, do you think the league is seeing that that is something they've been doing for a while? That's what they're saying because they're they th- those parts are specifically in the report. So what? They're not well, just establishing one, on the one Super Bowl game
1: until now, in theory, but in,
2: not with those text messages. Those text messages would imply that it had been happening for a while, not Correct. just the AFC <clears throat> Championship game, two months before, at least two months, at before. least two months before. So you got to think maybe it goes even on a season or two. When Tom before. Brady didn't turn over his phone, he didn't turn over certain emails, he didn't give them what they wanted. <clears throat> That's why I think there will be a bigger suspension because he didn't. Cooperate, and it goes back longer. If they only give him a one-game suspension, it's a real big slap in the face to the other teams, and that's who it's going to upset. I, I wouldn't worry about the public opinion here because it's fifty-fifty on that, and no one's going to stop
1: watching. Well, so what do they do? I mean, in theory, like they're saying. I mean, the the report implicates Tom Brady, but it's like, well, yeah, directly implicates him. I mean, it's like, is he the only one who's going to get nailed on this? You think? Just Tom Brady was the only guy to set it up to have the the the, ball softened, you know, I mean... No, the the guys, the the fucking
2: field guys, the other two guys that are named specifically will get punished as well. But, okay, here's the thing. The report says that Bill Belichick had nothing to do with it. That's the only real definitive part of the report. But, they don't need concrete evidence of any kind to make a suspension here. This is not a democracy. This is a collective collectively bargained property. They can do whatever they want. There is no blowback, except for an appeal to the NFL Players Association. And this is a... And there's a lot of people involved in the NFL Players
1: Association who are pissed off too. And this is directly, again, the Patriots organization cheating. Again, in the face of everybody. And when you're cheating and you're successful, people get pissed (coughs) off. So you think, with all that, that
2: two games at the most? I think that's all there. That he has the balls to do. Oh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where balls comes into it because he's he's suspended people for nothing. He is, he has done more for lots of stuff, and I, I'm with you. I, I just don't think that comes into this. This is bigger than <laughs> this is bigger than Tom Brady and the Patriots in
1: a fan base. I mean, I guess we'll see if they're trying. We'll see. I don't think he has the balls to do it. I think that's just what I think. That's just my opinion. Based on based on what? Not the fact that of his character.
2: What do you think his he's fearing the repercussions would be from him making a longer suspension? I what, mean, what I, I mean, would you? Shrinking?
1: I mean, because you're talking about a star caliber player in a star-filled league, the face of your. The, a big face of the NFL. I mean, he is an NFL icon. He is an NFL legend. He is an NFL... All of, all of the things... Uh, he is all the things of NFL. We all... I mean, supermodel wife, pretty boy, There's nothing makes lots, lots one, of money. I get it, yeah. It's, it's... He is... He embodies everything that the NFL is all about. And... And cheating, which they're not about. Which... Well, don't you think they'd slap him a little bit harder because of that? I mean, I would have thought they would have slapped Bill Belichick and the fucking Patriots a little bit harder for the videotaping other teams' shit, but... That was a pretty standard fine that they gave them, and they took draft picks away. I mean, I still felt like videotaping another team is serious, serious cheating, but that's just... I guess that's just me. No, it, it's not just
2: you. I'm just... I just don't... I, I
1: don't. I, I don't guess s- I, I look at it more as what did deflating the balls do? Nobody's ever really said, like, oh, we'll get a better grip. That's what everybody uh, said. Everybody's said. I've Running heard, backs other,
2: have come up and said it's easier to carry the ball. Quarterbacks have said it's easier to throw the ball and grip the ball, which it is. I know it is. You do too. Uh, receivers have said in the cold weather where they play in New England, it's easier to catch the ball when it's undeflated. It's a, it's a, it's so a are advantage. Are you saying his
1: receivers would know the difference? Or would they Did I say that I'm not I'm asking would they know the difference? Yes, like we, of course they would. So they would know if a ball's under under That's inflated. not the question. They know that a
2: ball is easier to catch in the cold than they do that's deflated than yes. a hard ball is to catch in the cold. You know that too. That's the question is not whether they knew. That's not the problem. The question is the competitive advantage that it does and how much they broke the rules. Whether or not the receivers knew what would he fucking do? It's up to the guys that are deflating the balls, and who's telling them to do it. Everybody catching a ball knows that it is easier to catch when it's not full heart. Full heart. Did you like that? That was the dick reference, kind of. Synonyms. Thing. Dick. Synonyms. If it's squishier, you catch it easier. That's you. Come uh, on. That's all right. That's 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 just obvious. That's just obvious. Mm, no. What I, the, I believe. Not what they, Common, do, what they should do. What they should do. He needs to get an eight-game suspension. He needs One to, to get a half-game suspension or a half-year suspension. They need to take some draft picks. They need to serve some fines out. Possibly go with the head coach because Sean Payne got suspended when he supposedly didn't know shit either. So go ahead. Like, let's let's hit the organization here. This is about the shield. And I know that he's a star, but this is a star-driven league. There's stars all over the place. This league will not suffer. I don't
1: think it'll suffer without Tom Brady. Well, then then he, Goodell he should suffer. not care then Goodell he should not give a shit. But we'll find out. I,
2: he doesn't care. He suspended everybody. He suspends people all the fucking time. I mean, that's just what he does. What did you think of Tom Brady's reaction on his... Th- this is... I'm gonna go before you do on this fucking little piece of shit. He gets out there on stage on in front of people who love him and worship him. That's what that was. And he panders to the crowd. And it was set up months before. It's a like a 34-year-old tradition type thing. Bill Russell did it. Larry Bird. Fucking Bill Belichick did it. It was already set up, so I get that. But he didn't... There was no pressure there. Jim Gray asked the questions. He did. But there's no way for for Tom Brady to feel uncomfortable in that situation when he walks out and everyone is standing up and giving him a five-minute standing ovation. And what do you guys think? Woo! Like, it, how are you going to be uncomfortable? No one's staring at you. Like that press conference that he gave a week before the Super Bowl when he looked like a fucking moron and lied to everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to think I'm not a criminal. Who says that
1: shit? I'd like Who to think cheaters, I'm not dude. a cheater. Well, you're a fucking cheater. What do you think about his reaction? Uh, typical lying in the face of the public reaction. I don't know nothing about nothing, really. you publicist because... Uh, I did a report in high school, okay, so uh, with Reggie Rivers, you know Reggie. Fucking A. Former running back. Utility player, played everything. Played everything. Jack Fultrace, big dude, awesome guy. Um, He had a publicist, and all he was was a former football player and freaking writer for the fucking Denver Post slash doing 630 radio. He had a publicist. And I'm sure she wasn't like the best in the nation, but I spoke to her before I spoke to him. <laughs> and I'm just a little I'm just a 12th grader in freaking high school. Yeah, right. So Tom grader? Brady's publicist, Rich senior, has got to be making bank and is probably one of the best publicists in all of entertainment. To go out there and say, agree I that. know nothing about a report that was just for... A, his fucking publicist has read this report cover to fucking cover. Everyone it's in the period. fucking country just who likes football no. has read this fucking
2: report. And he says, I haven't had a chance to go over it. It's only been 30 hours. He said that out loud. It's only been 30 hours.
1: It's only been 30 hours. Your they're publicist gonna... is getting way overpaid <laughs> if you went out there not knowing anything about the report in front of a whole bunch of writers who have read it already. I, honestly, I don't care if they're there to like
2: blow him. He wasn't in front of a whole bunch of writers though. That's the problem. He was in front of a whole bunch of fans. And More one writer, a bunch of people that, that want to blow him. Yes, that's they were the sycophant fans. That's the ones oh. who worship Brady and he does no wrong and I get that. There's there's fans like that. You know, I get it. But but I look at Skip Bayless right now. And if you get a chance to catch that little fucker on his show, he is heartbroken. He is pissed off. He is jabbing Stephen A. Smith more than I've ever seen him do before. Because his boy got nailed. And he knows it. Everybody knows it. This has to be a bigger deal than that. I I get exactly where you're coming from, because like when everyone says He's gone for a year, stripped the rings. Like, that ain't happening. No, They ain't going that far. But I think I the think a lengthy suspension can happen. I think he's going to get fined. He's going to get, get fined. They've already said he's going to get suspended. For how long? That's they what haven't we're talking, talking about. That's oh, what the that comes was. out on Monday. We'll see. When Two games, and it'll will be, be preseason. Out. It'll they be preseason. Will, no, no, they're not going to suspend. They have to do regular season. They have to. This is a, you can't cheat and get caught.
1: This is a big deal. Like you know, no, that's are, the whole point of cheating. In baseball, you don't go to the Hall of Fame. In baseball, they kick you out of baseball. You don't even get to attend baseball
2: games unless you apologize and then let you go ahead and play baseball again, and hit the six hundred and sixty first under one of your career, <laughs> and everybody loves you. But fuck Or that. you, Pete Rose. Um, Pete Rose didn't even cheat. You know what he did? He bet against himself. Or no, he no, just or bet himself. on baseball. He I, 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 I never think bet against never his bet team. Never bet against his team. Said. Never bet his team was going to lose. And you know what he didn't do? Get a good he didn't haircut. admit it <laughs> for fucking thirty plus fucking years, and he finally did in an interview like ten years ago or something like that. Yeah. Brady's doing the same thing right now, playing dumb. You need to just come out and go. But well, they're not. Gonna yeah, be- I did. It this is something a- before that before
1: before it does affect your legacy. because
2: like there's there is it's already affecting it. I exactly. think it already is. It, it,
1: exactly, you have to come out there and go. Yeah, you know, I just like the softer balls. I didn't think it was a bigger deal. I like to throw softer balls in colder weather. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Everyone would just everyone like would, softer
2: balls. Everyone would. Are we just saying that? That Joe's already that jokes has been wore out, like so wore out. Especially do. like right after this. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. That's that's what he needs to do, or come out on the defensive and say nope, and there's no proof there. Move on. But what he's doing now and how it's it's not working, I I think there'll be a lengthy suspension. He didn't fa- he didn't give emails. He didn't cooperate. He has kind of shown his face and.
1: Oh, I think th- there will be a lengthy suspension.
2: We it shall see. We shall, hands shall hands see. we shall see. We shall see. Real quick. That was the worst bane I've ever heard. <laughs> we real quick before we get moving on. You, he is you terrible that. at that though. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. out. Jeff Horman, drafted by the Broncos to be a tight end, tore his ACL as well. Both those okay. guys are out for the season. We, ACL said we, injuries.
1: Have, we said they shouldn't have drafted
2: him. This is not the point where you would say that. <laughs> that's, that's not the time to say that. I disagree with him completely on that. Um, but yes, out. This is a shame. Uh, drafted rookies. Too, too bad, guys. Get Get better. Go do your thing. Go Broncos. Uh, I'm a Gators fan. Fowler's the stud. Chomp, chomp, buddy. Do your thing. We talked
1: about how good of a pick that was. Such a good pick.
2: Oh, he was going to be good. He still will be good. He'll He'll still be good. Uh, He's young.
1: You can come back from these kind of knee injuries when you're young. And he has a knee. He's a big guy. Doesn't have a history of injuries. That's not usually beneficial for guys with knee problems, but... He might lose a little bit of explosiveness, but he's young enough he can come back from it. Especially if they gave it time. He's already, he's, he's going to be good to go by training camp next year. So, he's, you know what, he can sit around and learn shit, okay? He's big, but he's not like too
2: big. No, It's proportional. He's a really just, you know, big, strong, big guy. It's not all one spot. He should come back fine, it's too bad. Um, five times are coming up, but I just wanted to touch on this real quick. Uh, L. Collins was not drafted was questioned in a murder that he was never a suspect in it was only because he knew the person he passed a that lie was detector test it th- was an ex-girlfriend he oh. passed the lie detector test and he took a blood test that proved that he wasn't the father of that child and whatever went down with that, that murder he had nothing to do with it um, that's, that's, that's where this is at and he got completely fucked in the NFL draft, completely fucked, because everyone said he had nothing to do with it, the report said he had nothing to do with it. But the some, song Billy Jean said he had nothing to do with it. But some overzealous DA, in fucking whatever fucking county it's at, decided, to make. It let's fuck this kid's fucking life up and go get him, because I'm sick of these athletes doing all this dumb shit. This kid's not in trouble, this kid don't do anything wrong, he's a good kid, he's a smart kid. Signed by the Cowboys. Signed by the Cowboys, who are taking on the troubled kids right now but he's not one of them and he's going to come I back think and that's be a, a stud.
1: great deal for them they, 3 years of 1.87 deal.
2: million dollars that are guaranteed this kid was going to make like 16 million dollars that DA and that fucking press cost him 16 million dollars cost him his fucking livelihood because
1: of He should file, file. I shit. I felt like he should if, it would never happen. Filed for libel or s- something. Something. something fi- but I mean, you can't hold that's, that's, that legally speaking if nobody tells a lie. Well, that, it, it doesn't matter.
0: It wouldn't be liable, but you they can't hold it the verbally it would be slander. You can't, hold,
1: you can't hold district attorneys financially or criminally liable for press Yeah, but there Not could
0: be a civil be. suit.
1: Not going to win it. Ooh. I would say like there should be some way for him to Go through the league to make some kind of compensation for his contract. <laughs> it's devastating. That would be to me, that because because I I feel like there's no doubt that no doubt in my mind he's going to go in the first or second round no matter what.
2: Well, he's already he's on the Cowboys. He's he was he was. Well, I'm saying there's yeah, no doubt. He, he was, was the there. best offensive lineman I mean, in the draft he's, supposedly. He's, he was yeah, allegedly.
1: He was. I mean, depending on what anybody thinks about him, regardless of what anybody thinks about him, he was going to be a first round. Top five,
2: yeah, like totally. That, that's they fucked him out of a lot of money. Public opinion can suck my Southern Dominion five times. Five ah, times. La, la, five, la,
1: temples. La. Aquí.
2: five temples. Five temples. Balalala. Five
1: temples.
2: I gotta say, I'm kind of excited about our pop culture one, but we're gonna we're going to start a new. Top Your five here on this list
1: week. must have changed twenty times this week. Oh, the drummer list, we'll, we'll get, get to that. To the drummer list. Um,
2: the uh, NFL Network, obviously we watch it. Did their uh, they released the first segment of the uh, <coughs> best top one hundred top
1: one hundred players in the NFL as voted on by the players? Voted on by the players, and we want to make sure that people understand that it's not fanboys who are voting. on.
2: No, it's players, and we're going to um, we're going to take the our top five out of those ten players released. We're going to take the best five in our opinion out of those ten players released, <clears throat> because it's a new segment. I think it'll work. So uh, we're going to start with uh, Ryan
1: here. As soon as he's ready. Oh, I'm ready. Well, do you, do you want to see the list first? I have the list in front of me, sir. Oh, did you write it down? I have written it down, sir. Would you like to go over the
2: list? Sir? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it for the people. Well, number 100, Randall Cobb. Number 99, Calais Campbell. 98, Adam Vinatieri. Just throw them off your list. 97, Joe Flacco. 96, Jarrell Casey. 95, Emmanuel Sanders. 94, CJ Mosley. 93, Jason Witten. 92, Aaron Donald. Number one, or number 91, Julian Edelman.
1: Number 91 <laughs> is Julian Edelman. Okay, Ryan, your list. Uh, My number five is Julian Edelman. Because he's good, but I think he's good within the system of which he works. I don't think he could go to any team and make them better. We saw that with Danny Woodhead where he was super effective in New England and then when he went to the Chargers, he was still pretty good but he wasn't the explosive big playmaking kind of guy like calling me to do everything kind of back that he was back at the Patriots. So I think he's kind of a system guy but he's got great hands fucking wiry fast, tons of heart will run with his fucking concussion and then be allowed to stay in the game. I hate his fucking haircut. <laughs> I hate that
2: fucking the beard. stupid haircut. The beard. I like beards. I like shave fucking half your
1: head and comb the other side over. It's retarded. <laughs> fucking stupid haircut. Uh, number four is uh, CJ Mosley. i see you, CJ! i see you, CJ! Because... Well, fuck it. I don't know. This is the back end of the list, so it's really hard to just say why. But there, that is. Um, <laughs> number three is uh, Aaron Donald of the Rams because that line is brutal, and he's they one of the he's one of the brutes on that line. Um, number two is Emmanuel, the porno series. The Emmanuel the porno series. You never saw that one? No, I didn't. It started in like the 70s. They just kept replacing her as a nice. softcore porn. Like Skinamax porn. Like Skinamax? <laughs> where they're all like kind of rubbing on each other? And like, uh-huh, and making I bed. can't tell if they're actually... I can tell they're not. And they're oh, making God. stupid faces. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally tell that they're not. Oh, but the ending's so nice. They're always like, oh, let's kiss now. Oh, let's this kiss. is love we sex. We love It's love porno. Anyway, Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, he's good. He's alright. He's pretty good. We've heard of him. Uh, Lots of abilities. Pretty good guy. My number one is Randall Cobb because that's... I can't believe he is so... He is most definitely better than Adam Venetieri. I would take Randall Cobb over Adam Venetieri every day of the week. See, that's where I don't think the players totally voted this. (laughs) Because I don't see any players... I don't see any... I see zero players putting a kicker in their top 100. Over anyone. Because they are the most hated on... I'm going to put this in quotation mark Player? Because <laughs> you're not allowed to hit them in the rule books. So I mean, he's ahead of two fucking good
2: football players in, in Randall Cobb and Kalei. I would Campbell. take both of those football players he's ahead of every day of the week. And no, over fucking question. Vinny Thierry, I I, I just I, I saw that you If was, I was building a team, I was like, "Is, is those range?
1: two would those three people were available? I'd be like, well, fuck Vinny Thierry, either one of the I other. I only teams. get two of them. We'll send the kicker home, <laughs> and we will do this and find we'll someone just to kick the keep ball. Keep them from scoring touchdowns and then score lots kick, of touchdowns. Kickers are
2: important. It's good to have a you know a con- consistent one, but I I just don't buy that. Those are amazing football players. So that's uh that's silly to me. Um I will do my number 5 Randall Cobb um out of this. I I just don't he's not the best on his team, but he's he's explosive. The guy is I I don't think they, because of Green Bay's offense, they don't put him in the backfield or motion him out. They could, but they could. That guy could. He's versatile, absolutely. He can play inside,
1: outside, he can play it all.
2: He can do it. He's just a stud fucking football player. And just by the way here, there was Bronco fans who were pissed off about Emmanuel Sanders getting whatever 95 that he got. Being on the list of top 100 players in the NFL is good. So don't be upset. There's going to be more revealed. There'll <laughs> be more Broncos. Revealed. And I'm sure there'll be 15 to 20 receivers on the list, something to that effect. He's on it. That's fucking. That's all it is. We can have a receiver discussion all you want, but he's not even the best receiver on our team. So he's on the list because he puts up numbers. Don't be upset about his
1: placement. That's all I'm saying. It's nice uh, to know DT will be making the list.
2: Yeah. No <laughs> matter what. Uh, number four. I I like the guy. I. I didn't like his contract. I thought that was too much, but Joe Flacco will we'll make it there. A the steady quarterback. He's stayed and done more in the league than I thought he would ever do. I didn't go defense too much on this. Number three, uh, Jason Witten, because he is steady. He is consistent. Um, not that I think he's better than, like, Calais Campbell or some of these other guys on that. He just he produces and knows how to play football. Jason Witten's a really a smart football, football player. player. Uh, number two, Emmanuel Sanders. He's my dog. He's gonna move to the slant th- to the slot this year. I think he's gonna be as productive if not more productive. I hope the balls don't hang in the air too long so he doesn't get killed. Um, and balls. hopefully he'll be closer so it's not gonna happen as often. Um, I think I think Emmanuel Sanders can duplicate if not have, you know, fifteen hundred yards this year instead of fourteen and twelve touchdowns and within an offense that'll still have it there. He might not have as many catches, but he'll have yards and he'll have touchdowns. Uh, number one, C.J. Mosley is a fucking stud. I wanted to draft C.J. Mosley. I love that kid. He is a fucking beast. A baller, I got two man. Ravens on this list. That's kind of weird, but C.J. Mosley's. I did not fucking think you stud, would get dude. Flacco
1: or Witten on your list. So I, those are
2: the, the, Witten was like when I saw that, I was like, he goes up there because he grinds. He is a fucking grinder, dude. Um, whether or not he's talented, he's definitely older than those guys. But he. He, he plays football the way you're supposed to. And Flacco, I just, I, I like big arm quarterbacks. I, he doesn't move much. He makes terrible throws. He, he beat us in a game that I despise, but it's just, it's there. I I thought I, <laughs> I, I even thought I was a little odd by putting him on there, so I'm with you. Doug is over there right now trying to open a beer with a lighter. Oh, he's
1: doing it such a hard way, too. He doesn't know how to crank. I'm not a grinder. He's more of an art major See this? than he is a science major. The language
2: arts. Oh, I've already. Oh, gave it to me. We're gonna we're gonna do an experiment here. We're gonna show Doug how to open a beer with a lighter. No, I did it before, though. He did, but it was pathetic, and we're gonna do it correctly now.
1: Look at my fingers. He's a beer he's... son. Okay. He's straggling. Give me the but beer, no, but I want to do it.
2: Well, just look.
0: Watch well, where you're going. Or you're going over the cap.
1: Okay. Push your thumb up. You're pushing your thumb down. You should be pushing <laughs> the cap up. Squeeze. Squeeze there. Squeeze here.
2: Come on. Crank it. You're all. It needs force. <laughs> <laughs> it's an act of, you know, aggression to get a bottle cap off of a bottle cap. Where five times. Top five drummers. We've yep. never done this before. In honor of, uh, whose birthday was it, <laughs> it Danny, Danny Carey. Danny Carey. Um, obviously one of the better drummers in the world. Um, I like this. Can I go last? I would love to go last on this one. We can flip a coin or you can
1: just say no i'll go first and you can go last because yeah, you are definitely are I, I i bow to your music knowledge i can't wait especially, for this especially list. the guns's music knowledge i can't wait for this list i couldn't i couldn't hold his jock yeah i'll go before. second i'll go second okay thank you as it were um my list <clears throat> um you needed to be part of a sound for Lack of a better term, I guess. You gotta, you gotta make be. You can't just be a really good drummer for a really awesome band. You have to be part of the sound of that band. You have to be like, okay, I get what you're saying. Kind All of right. the voice, kind of also a voice of the band, not just a guy. You have to be an expressive like drummer. Is what you're looking. Exact. for. Exactly. We um, had spoke about that. Um, yeah. Honorable mention: Tommy Lee and David Grohl. And number five. Oh yeah. Trey Cool of Green Day. Told you. you fucking called it. High five. You called it. No, this is not a high five moment. How could you not think that Trey Cool would not make my list?
0: It's not that. It's that you just high fived him on that one.
2: Boy, dude. It's one of his favorite fucking bands.
1: <laughs> that shit's nice. shit. That shit's knowledge. Um, Number four. Travis. Nope, knowledge would be Op Ivy.
0: Ooh.
1: This guy sucks. Keep on going.
0: I just pulled the
1: punk card on you. Punk. Go ahead. Uh, punk card on me. Number three. Danny Carey. Wait, hold on. What was four? Yeah. Travis Barker.
0: You didn't say that. Yeah. No, you didn't. And it's you shouldn't cool. have said it. Ever.
1: <laughs> okay. Rewind it so we can hear me say it. Uh, you didn't say stop it. Stop it. Okay. You, you, didn't, he, say it. He, <laughs> he you didn't say cool, it. You said Trickle,
2: and we talked. You didn't. You didn't it. Stop it.
0: So Ryan indeed did say Travis Barker, number four.
1: Which is what everybody heard before. Maybe. I talked Unless, you. unless I'm people, sorry. people enjoy the soothing sound of Doug's voice. No, it wasn't it. Awesome. Was, no one does. Yeah, which yeah. is a possibility. They're like, well, oh. Dan does have a better. <laughs> Never mind. Um, oh. Um, oh. Oh. Um, number three, Danny Carey. Okay. Of course, why we're doing the list would hope he would make our list.
0: Big old Viking. But did he make him? your list because it's his birthday or because he's a good drummer?
1: Because he's a good drummer. God damn right he is. <laughs> <laughs> well it's his
2: birthday it so like, I felt I felt obligated. I think Doug was coming across the table there for a second. He's going to crawl up
1: on the table and try to take it you know, short. Number two Dave Lombardo. Mm-hmm. Damn my chart. Sure it's fight time. Oh shit. It's Dave Lombardo. Um Slayer. We heard you Slayer. say it. Number so one, are. because they're just my favorite band in the world. Favorite you're band you're in the world? You already said Oh, well, favorite metal band in the world? Vinnie Paul. Uh,
2: um, yeah. Vinnie Paul fucking rules. <laughs> Vinnie Paul fucking rules.
0: Vinnie Paul. Um, going second. Yes, you, you are. are. Uh, my honorable mentions are Dave Lombardo. Fucking slayer. Because he can't is- be gay if we fucking say Slayer after it. Um like that suck that guy's dick. Slayer. I up, I yep. Uh and then uh also Dennis the Menace from Macabre, which I played earlier for you guys. Uh one of the fastest double bass fucking players fucking ever. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Um
2: very, especially because he just like snorts crystal meth all day and tries to <coughs> Like He's going, S- 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 actually, That's yeah, like, all you do in those pants. Yeah, totally
0: yeah, it. that's... Yeah, actually. But it's just the the quadruplets along with the fucking guitar riff on uh, Vampire Dusseldorf. is fucking amazing. These are honorable mentions. You're not supposed to be
2: explaining all this shit. Yeah, shut up. But I will now since you broke the rules.
0: So, uh, number five, Travis Barker. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I was going to punch him. Not even close. Kid. I didn't know who to punch at that point. Uh, number five, John Bonham. John Bonham, Led a little Zazzle. low on my list. A little low on my list, but I mean, he's one of the most. I mean, it's fucking John Bonham. He died. Like, as the a guy, joke. the guy to be recorded. Like they never mic'd each drum. They just set up. What is it like two mics, two mics in a room?
2: Yeah. Um, right next to him, just be like, just go to town, and we will capture it. <laughs> and then Bobby Dick <laughs> yeah. happens, and you're like, Echoes oh shit! know if everybody has a drum like he does?
0: Uh, number four, Keith Moon. Um, once again, I, I, once again, I, he's a heavy hitter, but his style, like, I, is, it's un intent, un in it it, be, it, it can't be, it can't be, it can't be, you uh, know bad. what, like, you know, I'm just having a stroke. Listen, um, English <laughs> major, spit it, it out. Can't. Use an English major. <laughs> uh, jokes on you, I got my degree in English, which is why I can't speak. No, um... Uh, un- in- in- it can't un- be Im- imitated. It can't be imitated.
1: Unimitated? Unimitatable. Non-imitated? Yeah.
0: Uh, Unimitatable? Number three, birthday boy Danny Carey. Um, I really do think he is one of the perfect blends of expressive and technical drummers.
2: Prog rock, dude. He kills it.
0: Yeah. Um... Number two, Stuart Copeland from mm. the fucking police. The guy is fucking tight. Touche. I mean, just. You can literally set a watch. I'm not saying this because, of like, oh, it's a rhythm joke. I'm like. The guy, you can literally set your watch, watch to his goddamn. I'm like, oh, my god, what the hell's wrong with me?
1: Goddamn. Like, words. Words
0: and stuff. You could set a watch to his fucking drums. I mean, it's not like. A I mean, just, mm-hmm. and jumping from Scott to Jazz to New Wave, I mean, Stuart Copeland, amazing. There it all. And number one, he's such a good drummer, he was made of drums in the Aqua Hunger Forest movie, Neil Pert.
2: Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty funny. Neil Peart, he's, he's one of the godfathers. Dude, XYZ,
0: I mean... Like I don't like I don't like Getty Lee as a vocalist. I will always support him as a bass player.
2: He's one of the best bass players ever. He's amazing. Um, and keyboardist and.
0: But I mean, like everyone, fan. everyone in Rush are they're amazing musicians, uh-huh. and Neil Peart is no exception in my book. Neil Pert, number one drummer. Well, there's
2: a reason why Rush is very popular, and it's not because of Getty Lee's voice. It's because of the music they make. Because they're Canadian, incredible. Oh. Um, this is my turn. Um these are my honorable mentions we're just like
0: listening to them out of pity
2: um this was a hard list but we'll do the honorable mentions real quick Tommy Lee Ginger Baker from cream Phil Collins Ginger Nick Baker, Nick Menza um my favorite Megadeth drummer John Bonham obviously Neil Peart obviously Dave Lombardo obviously Keith He's Moon honorable mentions. obviously Carmen Caprice obviously Max Roach obviously move on. Those guys like kind of invented the drums. Uh, outside of this guy, uh, Buddy Rich... Well, I think ook Ook invented the drums. Buddy Rich would be the oh, classic um, guy. When people refer to Jimi Hendrix inventing the guitar, mm-hmm. Buddy Rich invented the drums. Everything that people do on the drums now. And might be Archer's dad. Um, was, was pretty much stemmed from the brilliance of this jazz drummer. He just outdoes <laughs> He's he's an amazing guy. Uh, number four, Stuart Copeland. I'm actually really stoked that Doug had him on the list. Timing is f- so important when it comes to drums. That is that is huge. Um, he he's he, like a metronome. He, I mean, he, he clicks sorry. the cymbal. He he double taps the snare. He has a small kit. He doesn't need a big kit. Mm-mm. Good drummers do not need a good kit. Stuart no. Copeland is or I a big kit, you're right. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would love to see him live. He is amazing. Um, his it's too bad they all hate each other. Yeah, they. they <laughs> I'd see him live do something else. I don't care. I, he's just that that good of a drummer, my The dude I did music with Joe uh, learned from him, and he did some classes yeah. with him. New and him. Joe's a really good drummer. Joe's the best drummer I've ever seen in in person. So, but that's, Joe also relies on a big kit. No, he doesn't. It's a small kit. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's a small kit. I think uh, he
1: played with him, so I know he's <laughs>
2: Number three, uh, Vinnie Paul. Because, I saw him once. Because Pantera fucking rules and the roles and the way that he controls the drum kit to a band that... The essence of music is the rhythm. And the rhythm section starts with the bass and drums. Vinnie Paul writes a song with his drums. Vinnie Paul is a stud. Nonstop. Another drunk guy, another drunk drummer who just kills it, dude. And I would say that part of that is because... It, his brother was
0: was so Diamond Daryl. Well, I, I was gonna. Say, not there that. has to
2: be a little bit about it. They grew up together. But, that's but what didn't That's what i was gonna
0: say. Is that like you have a, a rhythm and a lead like? But you're gonna base, build. That they did that dynamic. without a bass.
2: They did yeah. that without a bass player. That's hard to do. Like I, we just mm-hmm. like if you if you're in a band and you have to have practice without the bass player. And your those, brother's a guitarist. Like that's gonna work. Especially. That'll work. That's but it works. won't if the bass player ain't there. You can't do it. Not that you're knocking Vinnie Rex Vinnie Paul Brown. is that good of Neither a drummer. Not you're knocking Rex Brown, but... He wasn't... You're, I'm not knocking Rex Brown if he's not there to help for practice. Why not? When the bass player's not there for practice, the song doesn't sound right. Vinnie Paul could have made that song sound correctly. Absolutely. That's what I mean. Number two, Josh Freeze. Didn't make any of your lists. Um, that is hilarious to me. He played for Devo, Nine Inch Nails, The Vandals, Guns N' Roses, and the first two Perfect Circle records where I know that the drums on those records are incredible, and that's how I also knew that that wasn't Tool, because the drummer for that, as good as he is, is not the same style as no. Danny Carey, different. Josh Freese has been in this game he's for more, a long he's more emotional. fucking time. It's he's so... He's an emotional drummer. All the time, good, good point, that's a good, good point on that. Yeah. He, underrated,
0: yeah. you wouldn't
2: know him by his face, he can walk into a room, walk into a bar, get a beer, have dinner with his family. No one knows him, and he is loaded because he's pinnacle on so many amazing records in rock and roll. Uh, number one is Danny Carey because he's been the best drummer in rock and roll for the last 25 years. God, has really been that long? <sighs> it's been a long time. Um, Danny Carey, six five, 240 pounds, North, I went to Viking looking motherfucker yeah. who has a huge kit, which to be a good drummer you don't need a good kit. But if you're he a good drummer all. and you have a good kit, you better utilize it. And he, he does, does every bit of that. I actually went to a all over the place. He's spinning, his seat spinning, he's moving this way, that, you know, he's creeping down, he's keeping a beat, he's he can do it all. Danny Carey, I got to meet him too. He's yep. one of I one say, of I, I
0: actually, he's he's my favorite drummer. I actually been. went to a drum clinic that Danny Carey was teaching at I don't play drums. I just wanted to hear him talk. Yeah,
2: I I listen to him like talk about just music.
0: based on like the drums from Anima, like not their earlier stuff that was a bit more like I don't want to say undertow. It
2: started to get more progressive, but once Anima hit Anima, they hit Anima was like that everybody. Was, that was that that. when
0: Danny Carey really did hit his stride. The band did too. The band went nuts. absolutely. That was incredible,
2: dude. That that's that's how you go from pyromania to hysteria. That's how you go from ride the lightning to the black album. Just like, just a great.
0: I only got half those references. No, I know right. it's. I, you know exactly. I, I, what I, know, it's about. It, I know it's fucking. <laughs> we know <great>. you like <laughs>
1: Metallica. Doug. It's his favorite band. It's, it's his uh, favorite band. Hard of
0: hearing Jaguar, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hard of hearing Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold. Sorry. Let's right. do that one more
2: time. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold I on. I may or may not have
0: jerked off in a dog food factory. Hold on,
2: we got Doug's favorite segment here. NBA basketball Clippers Bulls Bulls won last night This is May 9th It's 2-1 series lead For the Bulls Bulls. What what do you think man I gotta tell you I am excited about Derrick Rose Hitting that shot I think that's good for him I don't give a fuck About the bank I mean you make a basket That's all that matters Haters say dumb shit like that Do they win this series now? Because I kind of feel like They don't I still feel like they're trying to they're trying to uh, push their foot on the throat of the Cleveland Cavaliers
1: and LeBron's not gonna let it happen. LeBron he, has been He's gonna he, have to attack. LeBron has been in this situation. He's had to overcome many obstacles and you know, just playing for the Cavaliers before. I mean it was he was Always trying to get the teams back into all the series. He when, has better players. I mean, he's he, he absolutely has better players. So I think I think that I don't know that they're trying. I don't know what. That, I, watching the Bulls is is kind of interesting, I guess, because <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> because I, I I don't know what it is about the team. If, if, I feel like if, if, I, I I don't know if to describe it would be they'll be like they're holding back. I don't know, not not like holding back, but like. I don't know, it feels like something's in the way, of of they their have the momentum. Whole, it just I don't know the, what's in the way of their
2: momentum is the fact that everyone says that their coach is going to be fired next year and, and he won't be there, and he's one of the best coaches in the fucking game.
1: It it almost like every time Derrick Rose goes up to get a rebound or, when you hear this walk down the court, you're like is he going to fall? <laughs> Is this granny knees gonna give out on it? It's a bunch of monocles on the ground, just broken because they're like, yeah. And we pissed off the monopoly guy totally. And we can't believe or the that they're, that they're hanging with, you know, just they're just not just hanging with the Cavaliers. I mean, they're playing them. They're dude, they're hanging with Mr. Cooper. They're hanging Cooper. because okay. he's black. I get it, Doug. You racist. These NBA playoffs, much
2: better than I anticipated. I've enjoyed them. The first round was kind of lame, but there was, a, there was the, the Spurs series, which I have to just say I picked the Spurs to win it all, and they're already out, so I'm out of this competition. But we didn't really have one. <laughs> we didn't really pick it up so, But, yeah. Um, they really could just flip a... These are good Roll games, a sixteen
1: dude. sided die, Doug? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, because what I go no, to now. No sixteen gotta,
2: sided die.
1: It's all about the Clippers and the. That'd be and, weird. And the uh,
2: the Rockets right now, as far as I'm concerned, I still kind of feel Golden State will beat Memphis. They lost again. Okay, here. Okay, here's when I correct myself on the statement that I just made. No, what, but what I'm saying like.
1: The Clippers or the Golden State did lose.
2: want to correct myself on when I said I think they'll beat Memphis. <laughs> Golden State doesn't have bigs the way that Memphis does, and it's obvious in this series. Marcus Gasol's a stud. Zebo? Zach Randolph, that guy's been a stud since he came into the league. These these are these are big guys, and as much as I like Okay, I don't really like those guys from Golden State, the big guys. I, I don't give a shit about those guys. They're not as good as them. They aren't. They aren't. And you you got... They're a better defensive team. If if Memphis can win this series because they can get a hand in a face and cause problems and make, like everyone says, Seth Curry's taking it on his back. Not really. This is when it will show. Clay Thompson's lack of game is starting to show Lay like is a great shooter, but he's not a one-on-one guy. He, he he needs to be in the right place to hit the shot. Curry obviously is, but he's gonna be hounded the rest of this series. It, I I was completely out of my ass on that because I've already thought about this earlier today. I I kind of feel like Memphis is gonna beat that that series defensively, and then they're gonna play. <laughs> do the do the Clippers <laughs> beat the Rockets in this shit?
1: God, I don't know. It's such a good series, though.
2: It's pretty fucking good. I mean, it's entertaining. You it's want to watch? It's not defensively
1: inter- good. Sometimes you see blocks, it's, but then the rest of the time you see like alley oops, like the whole time, in free runs to the basket. It's it's like watching the old Nuggets teams play. One of the old Nuggets teams. It's like playing times. NBA. It's like
2: playing NBA Live '98, and like you know, setting the rules to. Well, we're just gonna score a bunch of points here. You just run down the court and then you shoot. <laughs> then you with the court with, with shoot. worse shooters, yeah, yeah. the guys <laughs> that can't hit shots all the fucking time. Uh I think I think stuff. this it's this playoffs has shown the, the the league is is full of stars, but they're they're talented, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, but. They just don't play basketball as well. Shooting is not the same. I mean, tell me all you want to tell me about Seth Curry. I'm with you. Stephen Curry, which Steph. one is? Stephen. Seth, <laughs> Seth, Seth, is Duke-y. Seth is our dookie. Yeah. Seth is our dookie. Um, I know he's a great shooter, but he's a, he's a dime a dozen doesn't run the term. He's he's a dime 150. <laughs> guys like him aren't in the league. Harden, guys
1: like him aren't there that much. It's turned into such a foul league, such a contact league. It's so it's, weird. It's like, almost like you put the shot out like you just I don't know how many times I see shooters who aren't that great <laughs> shooting outside just going to take a look because they know the guy is going to jump because he's out of position.
2: And, and, and then they jump foul.
1: into him. Yeah. Which blows my mind still that a shooter can jump into another person and that's called a foul on the other person. He's like, bah. like you the, he created the contact. <laughs> But that's
2: where this league is at. There's more contact in NBA basketball games than there was in Manny Pacquiao versus fucking Mayweather. <laughs> bah! Yeah! You like that? I like um, that. Uh, Mayweather, by the way, recanted his... I'll give him a rematch. Called surprise, Pacquiao a coward. Surprise.
1: Do you believe that Manny Pacquiao's rotator cuff was torn before the fight? I guess i will need to see a freaking... Some kind of physical evidence of that somewhere. I haven't seen an x-ray or anything like that. I haven't seen anything. He also signed his card saying that there's nothing wrong with me. And then he went and said that
2: he asked the Nevada Boxing Commission for a stimulant or a tranquilizer or something to help it and
1: they said no. He didn't it really didn't look like somebody who's getting a basically a, a surgery that's bad enough to where you've gotta you like be out for like this is a 6 to 9 month recovery nine time? To 12. 9 to 12. Is it 9 to 12? Yep. It's, it's the it's, big one. It's the big one. It's, yeah. a, it's a long time. a boxer? Dude, your punch always goes through that shoulder. I didn't ever see anything. I didn't watch a fight, okay? Didn't but either, I didn't thank seen, God. And I'm not even worried about missing that fucking bullshit fight. Um, but I didn't see any highlight where it looked like he was favoring his shoulder. Where he wasn't jabbing when he should. Where his blocks look like it was coming in a little more painful. A fight like that, you have an injury that bad in your rotator cuff. By the seventh round, your gloves start to drop, dude. And you're didn't. not. You're not gonna. It's gonna be too much to bear anymore. And that's don't that's care what, what kind of athlete you are. When I, when
2: I when I read what people were talking about, and I, I'm the same with you. I didn't see the fight, but I've seen highlights, and he was flailing around. He was throwing lots of punches. You can't do that. You can't. He did it a lot. I mean, he was throwing punches the whole time. And all the retractors and all people who were calling Mayweather a bitch because he didn't let the dude hit him. Like, he was throwing all these punches. You're throwing all these punches. And how the fuck was his rotator cuff torn to the degree that it's at?
1: I know. Did he, did I, the best I can this? compare it to is he, baseball players who can't even lift up a baseball. Did he, did he, did he
2: tear the rotator cuff? During the fight, missing,
1: throwing huge punches that aren't hitting anything. Well, that would be contrary to what he had said, or what is coming like, out from his camp, which is that he actually tore it two weeks before the fight. So that would be, I know that I'm, it's one of those things where it's like I don't bullshit. believe it was hurt before the fight. You didn't. You weren't hurt before the fight. Everybody knows you weren't hurt before the fight. This is a thing so that you can got you can you guys can just go away for a while you'll go train for a while and then you guys will start talking shit they'll show video of you training like oh look his shoulder is back faster it's than called ever a montage mm-hmm. you gotta have a montage right now it's somebody's like, oh, montaging us talking about a whole bunch of this stuff now and then it'll cut to another scene like six months down the road where we're still talking about it different. Manny Pacquiao's in the background, like punching punching bag all fast because he's healthy now. And then they'll try and set up another fight, but nobody's gonna buy it this time. Nah, bag fast is great name for Facebook. Oh, <laughs> uh, bullshit. Well, they'll probably still be suckers. The
2: same morons who bought this one are gonna buy the next one. <laughs> I fucking guarantee. Unless they watch it, it on Periscope, which I we I talked about previously. I guarantee Our different show. They they will do it and they will bitch. They will say the same thing. I, they're everyone will buy this fight. We'll be the guys going, "Um, let's go do something else that has nothing to do with boxing. And we won't be talking about this in six
1: months.
2: (laughs) I promise you that we won't be talking about this in six months. Um, The only reason I'm talking about this is because of the torn rotator cuff. And he called him a coward. And... My other point. Manny Pacquiao and his trainers... Called Mayweather all kinds of shit before this fight happened. He's gonna hide. He won't fight. He won't even get in there. I'll bet he'll leave when the fight's over. Without That's a
1: weird Philippine accent you got there. I'm being Teddy Roach. I'm, I'm
2: being the Fucking the, the what you call the trainer yeah. who said all that stuff. All Mayweather did is just react to him getting dissed for winning the fight, <laughs> basically. They 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 led this whole deal up. They talk shit to Mayweather, which I'm, I don't give a fuck about that guy. They talk shit to him without saying you're a coward. They say, "Well, he won't fight me. He just won't even be there." That's calling you a coward without saying you're a coward, amongst other things. Like after I beat him, I'm gonna talk to him about God. Like they they were really going at this dude, and then the fight ends. They claim a rotator cuff. He calls him a coward, and everyone's pissed off at Mayweather again. Which is fine. He's a piece of shit. I'm with it. But let's just stay realistic as to what this is. It's boxing. Fucking. The scumbags against scumbags in boxing, dude. It, that's all it fucking is. I'm so glad that we didn't watch that fight, Ryan. I'm so High five for that. Glad. Yeah. and yeah. so yeah. fucking. Yeah. Glad. Oh, Fuck I missed that student. I, I gotta. I gotta. We gotta do the, the Rocky sucks event real quick, but... Um, John Wall out Five broken bones Within his hand and his wrist One of the better point guards in the Glorious game back. Don't expect to back anytime soon It's too bad for the Washington Wizards Even though Paul Pierce hit a game winner tonight He called game, he hit bank Paul Pierce is the man That's how that goes Best of luck to John Wall and all the recent injuries um, Rockies are right at their customary place in the bottom of the division, and it's only May 9th. They're already out of it. We're, we're calling it. I think, I think we're on the nine-game losing streak. I don't <laughs> think we won in the
1: last two days. I stopped watching, and they, they stopped tweeting. So I think, I think that has something to do with it. They stopped tweeting because there's nothing to tweet about. Um,
0: this is... This Who is, wants to retweet a loser?
1: This, this could be
2: the dichotomy of a Rockies fan if you go and listen to this show for the last month and how we started talking about this team and we were like, hey, oh, they look good, we're just, but we're, we're cautious. Never Cautiously optimistic. Never know what's going to happen when June comes around. Well, it happened a month earlier this Shit. year. They're 11 and 16 and looking just to
1: be worse. Um, those first... Fuck ownership. The, fuck them. The first part of those 11 came early. I mean that's the first seven. We we went on a tear, and since then it's been. I mean the only team we can seem to beat is the Giants for some reason, but they get better and the season goes on to win World Series, whereas (laughs) we don't. (laughs) We just get worse and look like the worst team in Major League Baseball for whatever reason by the end of the. Ownership would have you believe it's injury, even though. Well, you know my stance on that shit. You know my stance on that. Oh, Rockies. I still think they'd play if they weren't When are they ever gonna if get they weren't game? out of the game, if they weren't out of it by June. What's the formula for that team to be winner? The to formula? Just yeah. Just have like As far a good as like batting what, order like one through eight. What, what the owner thinks right now? No, what what is our what should we ex- if you were if you were the owner, what would you do to make this team what, You're the general manager of the Rockies. What are you doing to make this Can't team? Can't do what I would want to do. Let's pretend the owner was awesome.
2: <laughs> Easy. Start from the ground up. Keep what you got and build the team. Baseball is so full. Trade too low, trade cargo. No. Keep too low, trade Trade one car. of them. Figure out which one you're going to go. But you don't even necessarily need to do that. We don't have a salary cap. So if the owner is awesome, we go spend money and <laughs> we keep our prospects. That's what we do. That's what this organization needs to do and has always needed to do. We have plenty of guys that came up in the Rockies. We don't. There's plenty of guys in Major League Baseball right now that started out or came through the Rockies organization at some point that are good baseball players, winning games other places all the time. We, if the owner's cool, like you said, would spend more money and just build. I don't want to go get a super team. We have superstars. I mean, like right now, this team legitimately has three superstars, the best third baseman in the game, the best shortstop in the game, and Carlos Gonzalez, who's one of the best outfielders in the game. You can put him at center, you can put him at left, you can put him at right. And when it evens out, he'll hit 320, 40 home runs, 100-plus RBIs. Every big hitter slump, mm-hmm. so. Because he goes for it. He's a big hitter. But he still is a good hitter. We have three superstars. That's why getting rid of one wouldn't destroy us. And you build, you build. It's all about pitching. I don't give a fuck. I play baseball here. I don't know dudes that can throw curved balls. I don't buy any of that shit. Like you can't throw a breaking ball. I don't buy any of that shit. I never have. The organization was always about the long ball. I do know that balls travel farther up in elevation. I do though. So there might be a little well, bit of We allegedly fixed that with the humidor. The right humidor now. and blibbity blah, 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 blah. This this team needs pitching.
1: This team has always needed pitching. I've, what thing has always boggled, boggled my mind is they always go, oh, well, nobody wants to pitch here. I'm like, it's not like the other team doesn't fucking, like their best pitcher shows up here and he like destroys us. His ERA. <laughs> like he shows up and still fucks us up. Like so if it's the altitude and the dry air, then how come the best pitchers show up from other teams because it's their rotation. They can't help rotation sometimes play three games in a row. Sometimes your best pitcher's going to have to go play at Coors Field, even was, though he may, was, he may not want to, but then he ends up coming out with, like, one so earned run. Clayton
2: Kershaw can come out here
1: and throw shit. Tim Linson can come, come out here and pitch a couple times a year and throw some shit.
2: Good pitchers come out here and throw balls. That's what we need to do is go develop that. We don't want to. Owner rules.
1: No, he doesn't. It, they if love he bears. did, that's what would happen. They love this. They love
2: the long ball, dude. Which leads up to my fastball, if you can get the timer ready, Doug. He's dug. I'm done. Uh, this week, Alex, 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 Alex Rodriguez hit home run 661, I believe it was, mm-hmm. to surpass Willie Mays, mm-hmm. um, number fourth on the all-time list. You being a person who uh, doesn't appreciate people who are accused of steroids, um, even if There's no proof of any kind with it. This is a convicted cheater. Three times, I think it is. Um, Where do you put his place in baseball? And are his records important?
1: Uh, Fucking used to be easier to say back when you thought he'd only cheated the one time early in his career. But now it's kind of like... I remember talking about Alex Rodriguez when all of this came out, thinking, I said, God, I hope that guy doesn't ever come out and say he did steroids, or have somebody come out and say he did steroids or HGH. This would be wonderful to have a guy who's so talented, great swing, great ball player, who can actually just come out and be great on his own without help. Turns out he had a lot more help. He's not like big and jacked like some of the other juice heads are. Maybe he likes to keep it not as not as obvious. He's a, he's a lot leaner. He's still a big guy, but he's a lot leaner than most of them other guys were in the first place. But where do I put him in? I mean, it's hard to say. It's all these guys playing in that era. I don't know. You can't. I, he's a great ball player still. You still have to have the swing because we, I, one thing I've said about Barry Bonds is you heard me say this. I will admit, 100%, is the guy has the most natural swing, perfect baseball swing of anybody ever. Best swing, Barry Bonds. Well, no I like that that it you doubt it. I always said that too because I love. Him. It's it. He absolutely had the best swing ever. And Wasn't Alex Rodriguez even... has has a great swing and great eye for the ball. He can play baseball. We're he's just going to end up in the same pile as everybody else who hasn't done. Or has been convicted of or had some kind of substantial evidence of use of steroids. And he's going to end up in that giant. Um, I, don't, I don't know what you'd call it, but the pile of crap that all these steroids and baseball players are going to end up in until the writers just decide, fuck it, put them in the Hall of Fame, they're fine. I mean, that's where it's eventually going to go. Eventually, these guys are going to. Some other group of writers is gonna go, yeah, fuck it, put them in. There's, there's plenty there. They're just the problem is with they're trying to make sure it's like far enough removed. It's far enough removed,
2: but it's not just writers because the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame has players voted in, and like old school players hate that shit. They like drinking and gambling and and beating women, the mafia and smacking girls around and all that shit. Oh, simpler times. (laughs) But when it comes to the, you know. Doing steroids, they're really against it. Yeah, um, they take a real moral stance to it, right? It, it's it's a morality push really that drives heroes. me crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it's uh, like most morality pushes. Uh, dugout, are you ready, sir? Morality pussies. Roids or no roids? Well, I'm just disappointed that they're using
0: human growth humo- hormones instead of mutant growth hormones.
2: That's what I'd want. I felt like that was a perfect opener yeah, for like, a hemorrhoid joke. I was waiting for the hemorrhoid joke. I almost lobbed
1: it to him. Almost. That was more, and of, I like, that was more of like an overhand over. softball. <laughs> and <laughs> and, and then, then I had to turn into a complex thing. And then you had to make it
2: all nerdy. Flojo or a torn ACL? Well,
0: one is a debilitating thing that can happen to a person's life.
2: Yeah, it was a torn ACL. ACL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, Doug, where is the ACL located? Me? Well, that wasn't funny. Big Hero Six or The Little Mermaid?
0: Ooh, I'm gonna. Go, oh shit! That's actually a tough one for me. Yes, that's a good one. I would go. I'm. I'm against my better judgment. <laughs> I'm gonna go Big Hero Six, even though I did like the uh, the misunderstanding of what a brush is. Mm-hmm. Described by a seagull.
2: The dingle hopper. It is a dingle hopper. I'd rather fuck the And right a doohickey. Um, my buddy or Teddy Rex.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which one do I want to put my dick in first? <laughs> Not totally, because I'm going to fuck both of them. Of course he is. But is it a matter of that tight, tight sewn
2: butthole or a tape slot? longer than I thought I could. Is your dick going to fit in a tape slot, Doug? It's cassette-ish. Wow. Am I was, I mean, was going to ask a serious question. And by that, am I you know. mean you can fix
0: it with just a pencil.
2: That's weird visuals right there.
1: How would you fix a joke? No one
0: told you to imagine it. No
2: one had to. What's worse, segregation in baseball or steroids?
0: Segregation? Like, I'm not going (laughs) to... Thank you. I was
2: going to see if you'd get all nasty with that. (laughs) I don't know, but they better just keep to their own.
0: (laughs) Look, I don't want to get into a whole fucking Django Unchained thing right now.